Hey, Kevin Draves here with The Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth Speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Welcome you if this is your first time or if you're a regular listener to the Nothing But Net channel here on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics from everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is brought to you by our wonderful supporting partners, Rhymesayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1973. This All right, so we are back here on The Howl on Dash Radio's Nothing But a Channel. And we are jumping into a Denny of Dia. Uh, he's going to be our uh, prospect profile this week, and he's going to be, I guess, uh, our pack prospect is what I like to call it now that uh, we're diving more into uh, some of the draft uh, possibilities for the Wolves since they're going to have uh, likely a high lottery pick. Uh, so we're jumping right in now. Kevin was not a part of this uh, when I was doing this. Now, I didn't do it on air. I did it off air. But so what we've done is we simulated uh, the first four seasons of Denny of Dia's career in the uh, with the Timberwolves. Well, and let's 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 take a quick step back here, Rob, because one thing I think we need to touch on uh, for those that don't know, he is a a small forward, 
Uh, uh, also kind of like a point forward, too. Okay. So he's Perfect. used yeah, kind of so in that. I, I know a lot of people don't necessarily know that name yet, uh, but one one position that, that we feel is, is of need for the Wolves is that small forward position. Just 19 years old, too, by the way, six foot nine, okay. and, he, and he's able to play, like I said, a little bit of like a point forward as well, which, which is nice. pretty cool. Yeah, so this is, this is who we've identified in the draft as, as probably the best fit. Or at uh, least one of the best fits. Or one of the best fits. And we'll go over, you know, each week we're going to kind of highlight different players as we're going through this. Uh, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know this, he is an Israeli professional basketball player for Maccabi Tel Aviv. Um, so that's part of the Israeli Premier League uh, and the Euro League. So uh, very cool there. Um, just to take a look at some of the statistics for Denny. Now, uh, some things that jump off the page for Denny is he's not a great free throw shooter, and he never has been. But he had a, a stretch of about eight games recently where he was shooting absolutely lights out. Um, I think it was either it was high 30s or low 40s from three-point land. Now, he's come down back to earth the last two games. And uh, unfortunately for, for him, if you look at on the season, so 26 games, he's only shooting 28% overall from three, which is not great. And when you couple that with the fact that his free throw percentage is not good, at 56%. Uh, there's some concern there, but uh, for anyone that pays attention to uh, like the Draft Express content on ESPN now, which if you're a member of ESPN+, Plus, uh, you can get that for free, but also the actual videos that they do, the breakdowns where they bring the player in, and Mike Schmitz will get with that player and kind of discuss things. He's been doing that recently, and Denny and him do uh, a nice deep dive for like, it's like 25 or 30 minutes. And, uh, Kev, if you have not watched it, it's pretty cool to see. And he, he even mentions, Mike Schmitz does, that he's not worried at all. He likes Denny's mechanics. It's just, you know, fine-tuning a few things. So he's not worried at all as far as that's concerned. And the one thing you're starting to see recently, too, is he's been absolutely lights out on defense, including a recent game where he absolutely shut down the, uh, the guy that's probably going to be MVP of the league, Shane Larkin, a name we're familiar with. Yep. So Denny is an absolute... To me, he's, he's going to be an amazing fit for this team. And, and maybe long-term, uh, this is the right fit. But this is the first guy we're going to kind of take a look at. Uh, also, fun fact real quick, Rob. Uh, former Minnesota Gopher Trevor Mbakwe played for Maccabi Tel Aviv back in 2015. Didn't he play when they won the championship? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember, ta- I remember uh, hearing about that. So he's been – let's just go over how good Denny has been for the Wolves. Uh, so the first season when we had Denny, the Wolves finished, uh, went all the way to the finals and lost uh, four games to one to the Bucks. Giannis, your MVP, which, by the way, he's won seven straight MVP awards, Giannis has, in this simulation. Which is crazy. Uh, so in 21-22, uh, the Wolves make the finals again. Uh, MVP, D'Angelo Russell, and uh, Wolves do win the championship 4-2. to two. Uh, sorry, uh, finals MVP, I should say. Uh, in 22-23, the Wolves go back-to-back championships then, winning four games to three over the Cavs. Carl Anthony Towns is your MVP. And then the last season that we did a simulation for, the 23-24 season, the Wolves finished the season 70-12 and and then somehow lose in the finals to the Cole Anthony MVP-led That's crazy. Pistons. That's crazy. Uh, Cole Anthony, by the way, in real life, we were really high on him initially, like early on, just given the potential, but he has not shown up as well in the actual college season. So I'm definitely down on him. He's not one of my, I mean, I'm not going to pass up on the guy if let's say he's the best player available. I get that, but I just have concerns about him over some other players. There's other players I think that fit us um, a lot better. It's, it's crazy how, how quickly things have changed yep. uh, in this draft class, even over the last couple months, you know, James Wiseman was a guy who many people saw as the consensus number one overall. And I was talking about how crazy it would be if he went to Golden State. 
And uh, now it's he's really dropped down people's boards. Exactly. And, and guys like Oturu have shot up, and you see yep. uh, Avdia pop up. And Although, you mentioned Oturo. I got an argument with some guy. Oturo is not a top 10 pick. I don't know why some Gopher fans, like, it's, it's a combination of Gopher fans and Patino haters. I think he's a lottery, but I don't think he's a top 10. I don't 10. think he's even a lottery right now. Most people see him as late second, early first. Or sorry, late second. Sorry, late first, early second. There you go. Let's get that out. Uh, so, uh, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, how if he can do something in the Big Ten tournament, that would make a big difference. And we'll probably do a sim where he's part of the team. I guess we'll see. Uh, so, quick, quick question for you: Is James Johnson still part of the team or no? Yes, I believe so. I re-signed him to like a pretty friend, team-friendly deal. So I don't know if you've seen the Wolves Instagram from two hours ago. Uh, it was. Uh, they're going on a, what, like six-game road trip or whatever? I think so, yeah. They posted pictures of him leaving on the plane. Uh, James Johnson is wearing a T-shirt with D'Angelo Russell's tweet that says, I love Minnesota on it. <laughs> that's fantastic. I love James Johnson. Oh, that's really cool. I absolutely love James Johnson. I, I If he if he finishes career here, I'd be so happy. I would be the happiest man alive. He, he is, gives us the grit that we've been so, begging for for years. For years. And on top of that, like when we do Sims, what's the biggest reason why we lose? It's because we have too much youth. Yep. He fixes that issue. He's only 32. Like, let's not pretend he's like a 39-year-old guy. Like, he's still able to produce at a high level at, for what you're asking. Now, is he worth the $15 million you're paying him? I'm probably not. But I think you're getting... I think for the Wolves specifically, they're probably getting close to that value from him, though. So there's a lot to like uh, that you're getting from him. Now let's go over the roster, Kev, because you have not seen what this roster looks like. I have not, no. So let's start off with the point guards. We have D'Angelo Russell, who is, uh, at this stage, he's a 91 overall at 28. We have Sid Sykes, who is a point guard shooting guard. He is 23 and an 87 overall. And then we have two-way player Stacy Watkins who is a 69 overall, age 21. All right. Uh, then you move to the shooting guard position. Malik Beasley's hurt right now. Oh, dang, he tore his ACL. Or no, MCL. So he's out six to eight weeks. Um, I did, I, by the way, the, I kept injuries on. I was like, let's just see what happens. So we've gotten to the finals four years in a row, and that's including the bad injury luck the Wolves get. So we'll take it. Done. Uh, but we don't, have great, we don't have great depth at the shooting guard spot, um, so that's not ideal. Um, is he any... I, is he play? He actually might be playing through this. I don't know. He's down to an 80, though. Then you have Don Floyd, who's a, a wing prospect, uh, 21 years old, 78 overall, which is pretty good. And then you have our third guy, and he is uh, not on the team right now. He's a Euro stash, but he is 20 years of age, a 72. His name is Marcel Sonnet, which is a sweet Ooh, name. Is he from France? You know, I would assume he's from France. Uh, I don't actually. Yes. Okay. He is from France. Uh, he's 6'5, but he was a good prospect. Uh, let's see. Then we move on to the small forward. We have, we have a million small forwards, no, more than a million. So we'll start off. We have uh, James Johnson. Sorry, Jalen Johnson, who is a uh, 90 overall at 21. So let that sink in. Then we have Denny of Dia, who is a 90 overall at 23. So I mean, let that sink in. And both those guys, by the way, are small forwards slash point guards. Okay. So six so foot loaded, nine loaded is there. So six nine and six eight are their respective heights. You then have Josh Akogi, who is now a twenty six years old and eighty nine overall. So despite the fact that you're losing Beasley probably for a stretch, Akogi can slide right in and be dominant. Yep. You then have uh, Jarris Walker, who is a uh, three slash four, twenty one years old, eighty overall. You have Chris Livingston, eighty overall at twenty one years of age. You have a twenty year old Ade Lawal who is 75 overall. 
You uh, Wancho, by the way, is uh, an 85 overall at 29. Another brick in the wall. Boo. It's not good, man. <laughs> we have, by the way, we're embracing the international field. We have Paolo <laughs> Banchero, Ooh. who is 21, 85 overall. All right. I, this might be the most talented team we've ever put together. Very possible. Um, Nate Biddle, <laughs> uh, 20 years old, a 79 overall. These are power forwards, by the way. And then we have our two-way guy, uh, Thomas Montgomery. Or, sorry, Tomas Montgomery. Where is he from? Is he? Uh, he's from DePaul. Well, that doesn't. That's that. It sounds like it's. Is no. Is it DePaul or is it DePaul? DePaul. Okay. There's no. There's no uh, accent. Okay. And then uh, oh, so Carl Towns has a broken nose, so he's he's masking it up right now. Ooh. And then of course Nas Reed. Nas Reed, by the way, an 88 overall at age of 25. So this is an absolutely stacked team. Um, if we take a look at Denny, I'm very curious. If uh, we can look, if we take a look at what his actual statistics are, so he's averaging about he's averaging about 17 points a game and 10 rebounds. So he's averaging a dub, basically a double double on the season. Solid. Uh, add into that five to six assists a game. <laughs> so that's very very solid solid numbers. Uh, oh sorry, that sorry that was uh, that was Nas Reed. Uh, my mistake. Nas Reed is sitting here dominating. Uh, crazy. No, Denny Avdia is averaging over 30 points a game. Good Lord. And he's also averaging, or sorry, God, I can't read, man. I don't know what it is about this. He's sorry, but he's about 20 points per game, and uh, he's averaging right around uh, like nine or 10 boards. So double double still. Great. Very, very Great impressive. Stat, and add in many, many double digit assist games. So he's jumping off the page. So he, so he's like me in uh, in the rec center. He's today. just like you in the rec center, hundred percent. Only his teammates are good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so by the way, so the wolves have started off. Uh, so we had already off the air. We had already done part of this simulation, and we went twelve games without losing a game. We, we're now twelve and one. Wow. So uh, in the season where we finished seventy and twelve, we were a good twenty or thirty games in before we lost. So pretty impressive there. Um, what are your predictions now that you've seen this team? First of all, would you agree this is probably one of the most talented teams we've ever put together in a sim? I would say so, yes. Almost every player is a minimum of an 80. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could you could start to throw out the uh, the hashtag dynasty uh, surrounding this team if it uh, if it got to be like this. And I'll I'm telling you, you. I'll tell you that much. Again, pack prospect Denny of Dia just jumping off the page. Yep. I mean, seriously. I mean, there's other good guys on the team, obviously. Like, let's not take anything away from, like, Towns. Let's not take anything away from Russell or those other guys, but still very, very impressive. You have a ton of guys. Oh, here's a trade you'd probably like uh, before if it weren't for a Kogi being the best. I mean, Chris Boucher. Yeah, Chris Boucher, uh, who swatted Giannis a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember seeing that. That was pretty cool. Made me a we're on a two-game losing streak, ducky. by the way, which is not ideal, although we're still sitting at 19-3. and three. I think we're going to be okay, Rob. So what are some, uh, what are some uh, NBA storylines that we can talk about here? Uh, one thing I've noticed uh, people kind of pushing is, have you noticed uh, we're starting to jump into the MVP talks now? What are your thoughts, all of the, all of Giannis, the award races. Giannis versus LeBron? I, I got to say, it's, it's, it's a tough call for me. I don't think you're wrong if you go either one. No, I don't either. And I think really the big conversation... Uh, piece is going to be determined with Giannis's absence due to injury. He's going to miss the next couple games. Uh, we'll see how the Bucks perform without him. If they, for whatever reason, get blown out in these next two, two, three, four games without Giannis, Giannis comes back and they start winning again. I think that locks it up for me. 
And I think That's the big fair. thing here to keep in mind That's is fair. you take away LeBron from the Lakers, who do they have? AD, Kuzma. I mean, AD's great, and, and, but other than that, I mean, the Bucks are a more talented team. And, I mean, they're but, in the But East. from a superstar factor, well, I guess they do have Middleton. That's right. I, see, and I forget Middleton's is as big as, as he is. I just, for my money, I just don't, I think top to bottom, if you look at the two teams, I just think the Bucks are a deeper team. And if you take Giannis away, especially in the East, they're still going to win a large amount of games. If you take LeBron off the Lakers, I mean, what are, what's happening? You know, look at last year well, when, the, when they were really untalented and they didn't have AD, and look how bad they were. Just so AD's be, not that carrying should, that team. But that should be more of a thing for AD then than LeBron. No, no. It was LeBron and, and a roster of, you know, not all the same guys, but obviously. Almost none. Almost yeah. none of the same guys. But – well, not yeah. Now that you say that, I guess I take that back. And AD, um, surprisingly, so AD actually has been relatively healthy, at least for him. By you know, his you, standards, you know, if you look at a lot of the, uh, I've had this conversation because I've been in, I'm in a number of uh, fantasy basketball leagues, and I drafted AD in at least two of them. And the big knock on AD and why he tends to slide is you don't know how many games he's going to play. But of the guys that you take at the top of most drafts, he's actually been almost the most healthy of any of them, which is yep. crazy. And so, I mean, health. What do they say? Uh, they talk about this on Wolves broadcasts. The best ability, the best ability is availability. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that's as true as it gets. Uh, by the way, we just got offered Kevin Knox the second and uh, Azabuki for Malik Beasley and uh, Lawal. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, if we if we got rid of Lawal, you can't make those terrible puns again. I mean, I, I do, I do like Azabuki. But I mean, come on. But yeah, I I, I want to keep making uh, Pink Floyd. References. Yeah, right. <laughs> we are, by the way, forty-one and seven. Beautiful. Now, who, uh, oh, Rob? First off, I know you're big in a Kogi, but if though I think those two are are the same age, aren't they? Uh, they are, but uh, Josh Kogi at this stage is better. But then we're also getting a top five protected so first round. We're getting pick. offered Donovan Mitchell and a top five protected pick for a Kogi and Watkins. Um, Watkins is one of our two way prospects. Um, so Donovan Mitchell is an eighty six. A Kogi is an eighty eight, and that's just because we've put the time and the uh, the nur- we've nurtured him into a better player. The Jazz were like, "Oh, Donovan's good. We don't need to take him to training camps. We don't need to do that." So that's why we would get a pick too. Uh, the reason uh, the reason I I don't man. Akogi's such a high-level defender. I I think I'd have to I'd have to decline this. I mean, what are you? I would say yes to this. All right, because let's, a let's negotiate. Need, let's negotiate. A, we don't need the point guard because we already have. We only D-Lo. have two. We only have two point guards though, and we have injuries. Like injuries have been an issue, and there's because we have injuries turned on. I know it doesn't. It still doesn't scare me. So Mitchell's putting up some pretty solid numbers. I, what I'm curious about is his – so at this stage, what are his – so the big big thing would be like defense, right? So he's an A-minus for uh, perimeter defense. He's an A for three-point. His big thing is inside and mid-range where he's an A+. Let's take a look at Josh Akogi. How do they line up? So he's better at scoring, no question, uh, inside and outside. Uh, perimeter defense, though, A-plus for Josh Akogi. I mean, so that's a big difference. Basketball IQ, B+. Plus. Uh, overall, he's an a, he's listed as an A-plus overall. If you look at the overall for Donovan Mitchell, it is an A. Uh, good potential, though, obviously, with an A-plus. Um, lower basketball. He has a lower basketball IQ than than Josh Jacoby, so he's, an, he's not very smart. 
I mean, but it's an A minus versus an A. All right, I'm I'm okay with doing it if you want to, but I just think our defense takes a big step back. And again, we're forty one and seven. Why why rock the boat? And I don't think here's the thing. Part of what I like about doing these sims is I get that they're not like fully on realistic, but I personally think Josh Okogie's here for the long haul. And so it's probably more realistic to do it with him here than without him. Like, Donovan Mitchell's not going to be on this team ever. Like, that's not that's happening. True. All right. You know what, Rob? You convinced me. But uh, in a, what do they say? Like, in a vacuum, yes, we would probably do the deal. Yes. So there's that. In real life, we would probably But do also, the deal. actually, now that I say this, Donovan Mitchell's not even the best point guard, or he wouldn't even be, he probably wouldn't play much because. We have two point guards that are better than him, and we have two shooting guards that are better than him. Donovan, well, because Malik Beasley is a higher overall, actually. Plus, you have like eight hundred small forwards, <laughs> which is which is which is All what right. it is. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm for uh, not rocking the boat. Then that's fine. So we are again forty-one and seven. We're just about to hit the All-Star break. I guess it's probably not the All-Star break. It's probably just where they announce the teams. I'm curious. Let's take a look at the teams. And just kind of uh, see how many of our players actually uh, end up making it. Because I'm curious. Uh, we checked in some of the other ones, and not a lot of guys make it, which is surprising to me. So if you look at uh, all-star reserves plus the starters, the only – oh, wow, Nas Reed. Nas Reed is an all-star. Heck, yeah. So That's Nas Reed makes it. And Carl Towns. So both of our centers make it. That's great to see Oh, and Denny makes it. What am I saying? Denny, yep, ma- and Denny. Denny. And it is, uh, it looks like it's his first time making it and Nas Reed's first time making it. But Great still, very cool. See. Great to see. So look at that. 23 years old. Denny's already making it. Uh, the rest of the guys that make the squad, by the way, um, it's pretty standard guys. You know, it's, it's Zion. It's Steph Curry. Uh, Luca, by the way, is the captain now for the West. Yeah. Because normally it's obviously not him. Team Luca versus. I, so I haven't Team looked Giannis. at this, but maybe I'm assuming LeBron must have retired. Because I don't think he, he's not on these lists. He must have retired. I mean, we are in uh, 2025. So, yeah. So I mean, can't play forever, LeBron. No. I don't care that you spend a million dollars a year on your health. At a certain point, you gotta you got to tie it up. So uh, here we are jumping into February. We're about to hit the trade deadline. I don't think we'll make any moves because we're literally at – we'll be 43-7. and seven. So maybe look at contract extensions. I think that's going to be an important part, and uh, we can kind of at least go from there. Going through the, uh, the trade deadline and then taking a look at contract extensions, did you see the story? Uh, there's growing belief now that there's a possibility that eventually NBA games will be played with no fans. And they'll just have like yeah, that's what they're well, that's what they're doing overseas with the coronavirus, but like in Italy. LeBron said, if there's no fans, he's not playing, which I think that's a good way to go about it. But I I think that's uh, that's not going to happen. Like I, maybe it happens, there's no fans, but he's not going to miss games. He's not going to skip games. Do you believe that? I LeBron's got the power. Now let's let me put it this way: if it was Anthony Simons or jj berea or somebody who is known by the local fan bo- local fan base but not top of the echelon like lebron i don't think they could get away with it but i think lebron would be able to get away with it by the way josh kogu would resign but we don't have the money to do it i'm curious what is our cap we are 125 million over the cap we're yeah that's <laughs> That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Uh, 98 per- $98 million over the luxury tax. Our team salary is $243 million right now. 
That's a, that's a ton of money. So we're going to probably lose a Kogi, but uh, I'm okay with that because I just think it – man, now, now I kind of like that trade. But what do you think? I, I'm gonna, we might have to go see if they'll offer it again. Well, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is on an expiring too. Yeah, but you get the first, which you could use to then replace some of the players you might lose due to, due to exactly. money. Exactly. Uh, I think we got to see if it's there. Because now, knowing that we might lose him, to me it's realistic. Because then if you're the Wolves, you might say, all right, we can't afford to lose this guy for nothing. And if you look at the current Timberwolves, so not, not, the, you know, not the Wolves we've made up here in the sim, but the current Wolves, one of our best assets is going to be Josh Okogie. I mean, it's just the way it is. Wow, Josh Kogi could get you Kemba Walker. Wow, four years, 142. No, thank you. Not a, not a 34-year-old Kemba. No, definitely not. Uh, you can get, hey, we get your guy Dylan Brooks. Ooh. And Luke Kennard. Ooh, Bam out of bio. We don't need another. We, don't, we have two all-star centers. We don't need Bam out of bio, as crazy as that sounds. Oh, it's, there it is. It's still available. Same deal. We gotta take it now, right? So that's a top. That's actually a better one because it's top, top three. three protected instead of top five. See, we held out. See, we were smart, Kev. We know how. We know what's well, let's, up. Let's let's see what the other offers are. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, which again, we don't need another. We don't need a shooting guard, or we don't need a point guard. Um, Vucevic, uh, Tyler Hero, oh. and Vernon. We don't need that. It doesn't. We don't need that. What? If they're on. They're expiring contracts. Oh. We we can't afford to keep them. See, a lot of these are expiring deals, which is why it doesn't work for us. But Hero, we would have his, we would have his rights. Yeah, but we have a Kogi's rights. We can't re-sign him. We don't oh, have the money. Go. Done deal. Why would we do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elliot Kobo and Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, let's get Andrew Wiggins back. So, all right, we got, we, we're doing this. This is because the goal is to win the championship this year, or at least make it. Yes. So this is the deal you have to make. It's good for the future. The only concern, of course, is that uh, if losing a Kogi, our team's probably our team's best defender, or one of them, if losing him makes a huge difference. But uh, time will tell in that regard. It's nice to get that first-round pick, though, I will say. I, I definitely like that. So we don't have the money for any contract extensions. So And the only guy that would have anyways was Josh Okogi. I'm guessing we can't extend. Uh, oh, so Mitchell's undecided. Well, guess what, Mitchell? I've decided for you. We're probably not going to be able to bring you back. <laughs> You make way too much money. Unless we make some moves. Ooh, they try so last second someone tried they tried to trade us Darius Garland and Zach Levine for Nas Reed and Malik Beasley. I'm gonna say no. Good lord. But that's that's a pretty good haul. But no, you're not getting my all star Nas. Nas is here to stay. So we uh we'll pass the trade deadline. We'll keep it moving again. We're forty three and seven. Uh this would be uh February eighth. Our first game out of the break, by the way, we do lose. Or sorry, first game after the deadline, we do lose. But uh, that was the only one as we then jump back into our winning ways. And as the all-star break hits, we are 46-8. and eight. So is there any, uh, are there any other, uh, st- what's another, another storyline that we've got going that you want to talk about? Uh, well, this is more of the college route. They just announced the uh, all-Big Ten first team. Uh, Rob, you and I discussed it a little bit off air. Uh one name notably left out in this group is Minnesota Golden Gophers center Daniel Oturu. What a joke. Uh, he was uh, uh, beaten out supposedly by Jalen Smith and Luke Garza. Your thoughts? I mean, Daniel Oturu not making the list makes the list meaningless to me. I think, I think Garza's a good selection because when you look at some of the stats for Garza, he's right up there with Oturu. Uh you know, when you look at it, uh, Garza's leading the Big Ten in points per game at 
He's fourth in rebounds. Uh, but when you look at Oturu, who's second in points with 20 a game, first in rebounds, uh, first in blocks, third in field goal percentage, I, I, I don't think it's, it's close, in my opinion. And he should have been in there over a couple of these guys. Uh, I think it's, it's an absolute sham that uh, he is not your uh, uh, first, ten, first team all Big Ten. Now, it uh, looks like he'll make second team uh, with the guys that were put in ahead of him. I still don't think that's the right spot for him. Nope, I, I think he definitely got screwed. I, I, it's, and it's really unfortunate. You know, you hate... You hate to, I mean, it, the way anytime you have like awards or things like that, it seems like someone always gets snubbed. It happens, but for Daniel Oturo, I, I just think it frustrates me. And I, there's no chance. I mean, there's I should say there's every chance it has to do with the fact that they're not a winning team, which is frustrating because it's an individual award. It's not a team based award. It isn't. You know, it's not MVP. It's not like I just that frustrates me because it's supposed to be an individual award. Uh, Maya Moore is trending on Twitter currently, Rob. Have you seen this? Uh, no. So do you know why she stepped away from basketball? Don't, I do. Don't I look do. at it. Don't no, look I, at I it. I do know why she stepped away. Why is that? She's trying to get that uh, guy out of prison. He was wrongly convicted. He got out. Nice. Officially. So uh, uh, news from Jefferson City today. Jonathan Irons has had his conviction vacated by Judge Green this morning. Uh, Irons was convicted of burglary and assault in 1998. Amaya Moore was a uh, advocate for the release and uh, everything today officially um, went through and uh, and and uh, Jonathan is free now. So congratulations, Maya, on, on some great advocate work and uh, congratulations to uh, to Jonathan Irons for uh, for being free. Yeah, what uh, I'm curious. I wonder if this if this changes anything for her. As far as um, if if she comes back to the yeah. WNBA this season, correct? Uh, you know, I think it's still. I mean, this is as of like ten minutes ago, so I think it's. I think it's still too new for us to know anything for sure. Uh, Actually, uh, this got announced four hours ago. It's trending now because I don't think everyone put the pieces together. But like oh. Jameel Hill talked about it a number hour like a few hours ago. Uh, that's going to be a storyline to watch because the big thing they're talking about is um, this is exactly why she stepped away. Does this change things? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm very, very curious if it does. Uh, but it's probably not something that's going to get hashed out right away. But, I mean, if that's if, – if this changes things, I mean, it also changes the outlook now. This, if, if Let's say you got her back. Let's say you talk to her and she's like, yeah, I, you know, this is really what I wanted to do. I've gotten this taken care of. I'd like to come back. I think you're one of the title favorites. Easily. Because now you're talking Maya Moore, Rachel Bannum, which I'm so excited. And, and not just Maya Moore, but two years of or fre- two year fresh leg Maya Moore. So you get Maya Moore who didn't play any basketball in those two years. She worked to she worked on this conviction. Yep. People so don't you, understand what a big thing that is. So you've got fresh legs, yep. Maya Moore. Yeah. Which huge. is even more dangerous. It's huge. Uh, uh, speaking of fresh legs, by the way, apparently Giannis has fresh legs as he wins his eighth straight MVP award. By the way, second straight season, 70 and 12. We've never done that. I've, this, we've never done a sim that's been no, that successful. Two, well, I think we found the secret to 2K20. Denny of Dia. That is the secret, apparently. Uh, rookie of the year is Mikey Williams. Hey, Mikey. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Uh, let's see. Defensive. Uh, let's see. Most. Let's see. Rookie of the year, blah, blah, blah. 
Six man. Oh, six man of the year was Bull Bull. So uh, there you go, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Or Mr. Uh, Oregon. Oregon Ducks. Yep. Uh, which, Giannis. By the way, Robin, completely unrelated topic. I will be traveling to Columbus in September to watch Oregon Ducks football take on the Ohio State University. Very cool. Very excited. Very cool. That'd be awesome. And then uh, most improved is Nicholas Lyons. I don't know who that is, but he's with the Warriors. Uh, Coach of the year, Ryan Saunders. Hey, Trip Saunders. Go. We are the number one team in the league. Uh, not a shock. Let's see if anyone makes so all NBA first team. Nobody there. Both Denny Avdia and Jalen Johnson make all NBA second team. And wow, no Carl Towns. But Bronny James makes it with the Orlando Magic. Oh, he does. Bronny James. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So wait, what's crazy is so Denny Avdia was an all star, but Jalen Johnson wasn't. And he makes all NBA second team. Tells you everything you need to know about fan voting. Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, all defensive first and second team. Uh, nope, no, nobody makes the list I for us. I just saw Dante DiVincenzo on the second team. He is. With the, he's with the Lakers That's now. That's crazy. He's an 86 overall. That's not bad. All rookie teams, we don't have anyone that would qualify because they wouldn't play enough. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, is uh, all rookie second team. Very interesting there. And Brian James is, Brian James, by the way, is a rookie, and he made the list. Woo! Deadly. So he's a rookie and he's making all NBA. Deadly. All I'm going to say is I think someone made him a little too good with that draft class. All right, here we go. We are the number one overall seed, taking on the Kings. The Knicks are the number one. The Knicks are the number one team over on the other side of things. By the way, the Knicks had 20 wins less than us. 20 wow. wins less than us. Uh, how about the second? Who's play? on their roster? Hold on. Who's on their? Wow. And how about this? The the second. Is that the second best team? Yeah, the second best team in the West is the Mavericks at 43 wins. No, that's got to be last. That's not this season. Oh, you're right. You're right. It, it is last. Why I did they show say, us that? So hold on. So go over to team status. So hit the right bumper three times. Good call. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. So 54 and 28. That's not, that's not, that's, that's not as bad, obviously. That's no. a lot better. Uh, but, okay, but the third place team was 43 wins. Jeez Louise. Wow. That's crazy. 39 and 43, and they made And that's what we're playing. So we saw a uh, power shift, it looks like, from the east to the west. Now, speaking of the Kings, Rob, while we're simming this first round, uh, have you heard about the the Raptors-Kings game last night? No, I don't think so. Uh, Buddy Heald sat at the end of the bench during a a three-point game in the fourth late, uh, and you could hear a fan yelling, uh, Luke, you're an idiot. You have a three-point champion. Play him. Where is Buddy? Buddy Heald sat at the end of the bench during the Kings' loss to the Toronto Raptors. Ridiculous. Luke Walton said he stayed with his unit down the stretch because they were rolling. Yeah, okay. Uh, they lost the game, correct? They did lose. Yeah, there you go. So two things here. One, does Luke Walton survive in the next season? And question number two, you know why? is Buddy Heald a king? At the start of next season. First of all, you know why he doesn't survive? Is because now we have a big-name coaching hire out there in Kenny Atkinson. And that's one team of many that could use him. Which, uh, this is actually a good time. Before we jump into the rest of the simulation of this season, the Kenny Atkinson thing frustrates me. Um, Not because I care about the Nets, but what bothers me is so many Wolves fans took this as an opportunity to bash Ryan Saunders, which is so stupid. I, yeah. I think it's so dumb to say, well, Kenny Atkins is available. Let's fire Ron. Like, a lot of guys go, let's fire Ryan Saunders right now and hire Kenny. 
that's incredibly stupid. The one thing that a lot of our young players haven't had is consistency. And by the way, who does our superstar want to be the coach of the team? Oh, that's right. Ryan Saunders. Like, what are we even doing here? That's a stupid take. That's really stupid. On top of that, guess who didn't really want him to be the coach of the Nets? The two superstars playing for the Nets. Yeah. Like, if they don't want to play for him, why exactly do we want him? I mean, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach. But I, I just think well, it's and, stupid. And, and Kyrie and KD wanted uh, their buddy as the coach. So the big rumor is Ty Lue. Yep. Uh, the other name, though, makes me laugh wholeheartedly. Oh, Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. So ridiculous. So my prayer is that Tom Thibodeau is the head coach of the Nets because then they won't win anything the, forever. The weird thing is, and maybe he was just lying, but when he got signed, KD said one of the big reasons he signed is he would watch, he'd watch like YouTube videos or something of Kenny Atkinson and became a big fan of his. Maybe that's not true. I think true. this is more Kyrie than KD. Probably. I mean, that would make sense. You know, pro- you know what it is? Uh Kenny Atkins had probably talked about how he thought that the world was, uh, was you know, not was not flat, was round. Yeah, was he got upset about like that, at, like everybody else. Yep, yep. That's got that's got to be the problem. Oh, and and the worst part too, uh, that whole Luke, you're an idiot quote from that Kings fan came after Belly airballed a three with six seconds left that would have tied the game. Well, okay, so it's a dumb. That's a dumb argument because Belly's a really good three point shooter. So like, it's not like a, it's not like a bad guy. It's not like a no. But when you have the three like Costa Cuvas didn't take the three. No, but when you have like, the three point champ sitting on the end of your bench when you're down three late in the game should be in the game. Agreed. But but Belly taking it to me isn't like a nail in the coffin of that argument. So answer both of my questions: Is Luke Walton a member, a coaching, uh, the head coach of this team? Come the beginning of the season? I'm going to say no and yes. And so, Buddy will be a part of the team? Correct, because okay. if they get a new coach, I think that Buddy would want to stay, ultimately. I mean, you could make an argument that he's the best player on the team right now. And that's not a knock on yeah. Fox. Fox is just very young. I don't uh, know. We'll see. I, I agree with you that uh, Luke Walton will not be the head coach. I think Buddy goes, though. I think somebody at the deadline uh, steals Buddy Heald. So you think he'll be there for part of the season? Or no, sorry, gets... no, sorry. NBA draft. Oh, gotcha. NBA yeah, draft, uh, draft night. I think somebody uses a uh, maybe a top three or top five pick uh, to lure uh, Buddy. If we didn't have Malik, I would consider it. Yes. And if if for some reason I feel like I can't re-sign Malik, I would consider it then too. But I don't think that's realistic. I think Malik wants to be here, and Malik is my guy. I yeah. Can I just say I love that guy? Like when you look at every aspect of that Wolves trade deadline, with the exception of Crab and uh I mean the Crab trade is fine because it got rid of Jeff Teague. I'm well, fine who, with but it. But who else am I there's who else am I blanking on that's still not with the team? Oh, uh Evan Turner. Evan Turner. When you wait like with both of those aside, I think the Wolves won every single trade that they made. So that was a money thing for those two players, but also Alan Crabb. They're like, well, he's let's just take a chance on him. Yeah. He was twenty five or whatever. Let's see what he could well, do. He got, and it didn't pan out. He got a, a DUI case. Oh, really? I did not hear about this. Yeah, let me uh, let's do the first round simulation. I'll look this up because I saw this yesterday. I did. This is something I I was not aware of. All right, so one zero. We are up. We are tied. We lost one game at home. So again, we're seventy and twelve. I, I don't find it realistic that we're losing basketball games to a team that didn't even win forty. All right, I mean we lost one, so it's not the end of the world. Uh, by the way, who do the? I wonder who the Kings actually have. Uh, Russell and Nasri both with twenty five. Uh, both Mitchell and Towns with nineteen, and Beasley and Avdia both basically get uh, fifteen apiece. 
But who do the Kings have? So Bagley, they have who is this? Oh, you can't. Oh, John. So, oh, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, so Alan Crabb was reportedly charged with two counts of driving under the influence on a June twenty fifth arrest, uh, misdemeanor count of DUI, and a misdemeanor count of driving with a blood oh, so that alcohol wasn't when concentration he was here. of .08 or higher. Uh, his arraignment hearing will take place next week in L.A. But that's not why they cut him. No, that's not why they cut him. But uh, maybe another... he misses time. You think? Yeah, I, I I think it's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Uh, but yeah, but when you look at it, Rob, I think the Wolves won basically every trade that they made at the deadline. Yep, when you I look agree. At it, we get James Johnson, uh, Juancho, and Malik Malik Beasley. Which, when we got him, I was excited because I liked him out of the draft to begin with. But who knew he was going to perform at this level? I mean, I don't. Th- it, I think if anyone claims they knew, they're lying. To I think themselves. one one person knew. Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. Yeah, correct. I think everybody else knew that he could do something, but not to this level. I will say, I think we were correct on Wancho. Uh, last night's game aside, he's been really good. I've been very impressed. I really with him. like Wancho. Uh, there's people that are clamoring that we shouldn't re-sign him. And I it's a, laugh and like at it's that. a growing movement of people that are like, not only should we not sign him, he's he doesn't like he doesn't fit what we're building. He's been really good. The thing, the not thing a great that, defender, maybe I guess. The but, thing that he needs to work on, along with Nas and James Johnson, is foul trouble. Well, yes, yes, and no. They get screwed a lot. I, under, by I understand just that. Bad I understand calls, that. But like still, bad calls. But there's but there's some too that like when Nas picks up two in ninety seconds. Yeah, but again, like so last night's game's a good example. Uh, he gets foul calls that are not fouls, like a lot of the time. And that's what frustrates me is he's – now, again, you're right. He, he'll he have like – it seems like he has at least one foul game that's real boneheaded. You know what I'm saying? But he's gotten better. That's the key. He's gotten better. Wancho is weird because Wancho, I feel like he complains a lot about calls, but usually I watch and I'm like, I feel like that's a foul, dude. Like I don't think you need to be complaining. But he's been very impressive, especially his three-point shot. Yeah. Which – so I talked to you about this off air. Uh, one thing we did when we started this simulation, or one thing I did when I did it off air, was we did make Malik Beasley and Wancho better than they were. Not a, not like not crazy, but like we made Wancho a, an eighty, or sorry, we made Malik Beasley an eighty, and we made Wancho like a seventy six or a seventy seven. When we did that, they both demanded max money, and I paid it because I'm like, well, I don't yeah, know, I don't know what else to. to do. But they they both. So think about that. A guy that's a 77 and a guy that's an 80, we're like, we want $28 million a year. That's a lot of money. In real life, they're not going to make anything close to that. Wancho's probably going to make, I think I've seen people say like 4 to 8, and then Malik's going to make like 10 to 15. Yeah, I've heard 460 for Malik is a good number. Yeah, I think 460 is fair. I got an argument with someone on Twitter that was saying, oh, he's going to make 20 or 25. I go, who's paying him that? Yeah. Nobody has any money. Especially off of a half season of that production. But, but no one has money. So even if someone wanted to, because this is the argument that multiple people came at me with. They said, well, they're going to do it to screw the Wolves. They're going to offer a contract. I go, so knowing full well that the Wolves are going to match basically any contract you offer them, you're going to tie up the all the money you have available on a restricted free agent who you're then not even going to get? I was like, no one's doing that. I mean, no, no. one's doing that and because it doesn't work. Uh, it's rare that... Think about this. Think about um, when the Kings did that and they tried to lure away Zach Levine. You you lose all that chance to get any other free agents because you have no money. Exactly. And no one has money this offseason. And the teams that did have money don't have the need. And so to me, it, it's not realistic to think someone's going to try to lure him away knowing full well the Wolves gave up a first-round pick and they're not going to let him walk. 
So to me, it's going to be realistic. You're going to get him 10 to 15. You're going to get Wancho in that 4 to 8 range, and you're going to be fine. I just think this idea that someone's going to pay him 25 or 20 million a year is absolutely ludicrous. I just don't. I don't no, see I'm, any way I'm, that happens. You don't have to convince me. I'm right there. So, anyways, uh, so we did win four to one uh, in the first round, and it looks like all the major teams won it except for across the way, uh, Brooklyn did lose to the six seed. So wow. Brooklyn, with the three seed, lost to Miami, the six seed. I'm curious uh, who actually is on these teams. I wonder if uh, let's see box score. So it's Jimmy Butler and Demontis Sabonis. And uh, Bam Adebayo is still there. And then Jaden McDaniels. So an interesting squad. Okay. Uh, revenge game, by the way. The Miami Heat actually have Spencer Dinwiddie now as they beat oh. the Nets. By the way, the Nets do have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And that's basically They've it. got Bertons. They've got uh, – uh, let's see. Yeah, that's you're right. Oh, well, actually, uh, this, this Tyshawn Alexander has been a pretty good player, I think, for them. Ashton Hagens is a solid pickup. But regardless, uh, we move on to round number two here. Uh, the Wolves need to make the, make the finals. That'll be five straight years with Denny. So here we go. We're going to simulate round number two. 1-0 Wolves, 2-0 Wolves, 3-0 going for the sweep, and we do move on. By the way, Dallas swept Phoenix. Uh, so Dallas, the number two seed. Ooh, okay. So it's the one and the two in both. So in the, we have a chance of uh, having it be uh, Giannis versus uh, Carl Towns again. I'd love to or, see Sorry, it. Giannis versus Denny of Dia. Oh. Here we go uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Dallas, wow, Dallas up 2-0. We come back 2-2, 3-2, and we do win. But, but Dallas up 2-0, come on. We're going to lose both games at home? Like, come on. Is it like Target Center where no one shows up? In 2025, think, we're still dealing with the coronavirus? Our, like, what's happening? fifth year in, uh, in the NBA it Finals. It just gets old. It just right? gets old. People are tired of it. It's how Patriots fans feel, right? Just yeah, exactly. every year, every they year hate you make going it to Super Bowls. All right, I'm going to predict we win. Are you? What? Are you, what's your prediction? I think we win too. I think we win in six. Uh, we're down one zero. We're down two zero. We're down two one. We're down oh two two. We're down three two. We're down three three, and we won in seven. It shouldn't have been that close, though. It shouldn't have been that close. Carl who Towns. The, who do the Knicks have? Carl Towns, by the way, is your Finals MVP. Uh, yeah, I'm interested too. Who they have? They have uh, Victor Oladipo. They have Killian Hayes. I love Killian Hayes. That's my guy. They have Isaiah Todd. John Collins. They do, yep. Nerlens Noel. Aaron Gordon. Uh, is it Miles Bridges or Miles Bridges? Wow. That's a pretty solid squad. Yeah, it is. Chris uh, Boucher. They have Chris Boucher. And Franklin Torres, who's really good. I don't know who this guy is, but 21 and 82 overall is pretty solid. A-plus from three, A-plus from mid-range, so a really good shooter. Interesting. Well, who cares? We won it. Suck on that, Knicks fans. So how about that? Five straight years now. Denny of Diaz gets us to the championship. We win three of the five. I love it. So uh, I think we do one more. I think let's let's jump into the offseason here. So taking a look at uh, how this actually works out. So we'll start off with uh, as we do the league meetings. Although uh, I will say this. When I started this, wow, they tried to abolish the salary cap. That would have helped us a lot. Yeah, do it. They did not do it, though. Um, everything was rejected. The closest thing was the draft lottery. Uh, teams with the same record will no longer share the same odds of obtaining a top three pick. Tiebreakers will be used to seed teams. And my understanding, if, if they still do it that way, is they flip a coin, which is kind of ridiculous. To me, it should go to head-to-head. Like I, I think head-to-head makes yeah, the most sense. I think it does, too. In fact, that would be a good way to do it. So if you're a tanking team, you still want to – 
like if you if it came down to it, they would say, all right, you were better against this other team. So then you're not rewarding tanking. You're yep. saying, all right, you actually won games. All right, so going to the draft lottery. I don't know what I don't know what picks we have other than the last. The, pick. We have the Jazz pick. Yeah. Yep, we would. We have we have multiple picks in the lottery. Five and twelve are the possibilities. So via Detroit and via Utah. But why would we not automatically have Utah's pick? Because it's it's only top, top three protected. Like why would I mean I mean you know what I'm saying? Like, are they there's gonna, a chance, Rob. But they gave us the Detroit pick, which is weird. I don't know. Because that's we'll probably just maybe it's unprotected. The 14th team moved up in the draft. I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. Who was supposed to have it? The, the Wizards, Wizards moved into the top se- Oh, because it's top seven. That's why. So at one point, oh. they did change it. Yep, I've okay. still never seen the 14th team move up, though. No, I haven't either. That's crazy. So here it is. This is supposed to be us at 13. So we did not move up, which means we get the pick, though. That's, That's good. good. That's good. Yeah. Although I wouldn't have minded moving up a little bit. Yeah, maybe put us at four. <laughs> I mean, something. Five and four. If anyone else moves up, though, I'm going to be a little bummed. So we were, we were five. Is that right? Four. We were four. Well, now we're probably five. Although, again, it's top seven. Or maybe we were five. But it's top seven, so it's not yeah. like none of this means anything necessarily. We, might, we could still move up or still stay the same. Yep. So the only team that's moved up so far is 14, so that's not bad. The Bulls always seem to move up in real life. They do not move up in in, fict- in fictitious life. Uh, here we go, number nine, and none of the, we just don't want any of these to be the wolves. We don't want to drop that many spots. Uh, the Hornets are at number nine. That means the Rockets have moved into the top seven because yeah, we we really need Houston to have a better team. Yep. Uh, the Celtics now, and the Celtics do not move okay. up. So we're, we got a top seven pick. We're, we're technically one of the lot top teams, yep. lottery teams. So this should be the Rockets. It is the. The Blazers? So, all right. Yeah, so, uh, oh, and, and uh, crazy, uh, what they tell us in the reporting is that uh, Dame Lillard in this sim is going to be a free agent, so we'll see Ooh. what happens there. Six is supposed to be the Rockets. Who will it be? It is the Rockets. We're top five. Okay, top five. I'll take it. Hey, any pick this now is, is, to is be money. All the Wizards. Because so they we, moved up. So we could move up. So we're top four. So, uh the Thunder are at number five. So here we go. Four is supposed to be the Wizards. It is the Clippers. We're, so we're top, top three. three. All right. Let's go. Although, unless we don't get the pick then. Because remember, it was Detroit's pick. Yeah, that's what we got to be careful of. I don't know what the protections were. Hopefully there weren't protections. Oh, there were no protections. Perfect. We, we got have third. the third pick. We got third pick via Detroit. We have, it says we have big plans for this pick. I mean, not really. Wizards I, we, and the Warriors. Whoever this guy is isn't going to play. Basically, I mean that's that's the bottom line. Depending on who's available, so if I recall, I believe this is a two K draft. Like we, there's no other. We're we're far enough along where there's no more draft classes, and so I think it's a two K draft. So we might need to try. We to should trade. throw some historic classes in here. We might need. To, well, we don't want to mix it up. We don't want to like mess it up because we're trying to make it like at least semi realistic. Okay, yeah, but we're using created players, and you're laughing at me well, I mean, for but using I mean, historic like created players class. based on real players. In theory, real players. So we have, hold on, nope. So we have four uh, picks. We have three, we have 13, we have 28, and we have 30. 30 yeah. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, so staff uh, staff signing, we'll get through this. We'll, we'll come back at you at the draft and kind of go from there. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute Channel, and we are the Howl.
traded our four first-round picks, and we traded them for the number one overall pick because <laughs> the number one overall pick was, like, hands down the best prospect. It wasn't really that close. And it was the only – actually, what they wanted us to do was trade Denny of Dia. And the three yep. for the first and Andrew Wiggins. Should let's, we see what the, let's, let's see what they are? Them. So the Clippers offered us the four and then a future for our second this year and our first, which we're not doing. Uh, the Thunder tried to move up from five. The uh, Golden State Warriors wanted the pick back. They wait. They offered us less. They go. Would you give us? Would you give us the first for the third and the thirteenth? Which are the two picks that we traded minus the twenty eighth and the thirteenth? Yeah, it's like no, we're not doing that. No, that's not terrible actually. Moving back one spot, the Wizards. They offered us the second pick and then a future first for the first and a second. Do we do that and just hope they don't take our guy? Do you think we do that? No. All right. I, I say don't risk it. All right. Don't risk the biscuit. Don't risk it. We All got right. we got the guy we want. So his name's Timmy Rice. He is a shooting guard with a seven one wingspan. I didn't even notice that. Sign Holy me up. crap. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. Click his comparisons. Let's see. see so he's coming from high to. school. Uh, his floor is Lance Stevenson. His ceiling is Reggie Lewis. What? That's not what? He's an all star, I guess. Who's Reg? Why do I not Reggie Lewis? Why that's not ringing a bell to me. Uh, I don't know. How hard would history? I don't know. We'll take. We're taking him though, Timmy Rice. And then we do have one more pick. It's a second round pick. Maybe we can get a draft and stash guy because I mean we we don't really need anybody else at the uh, moment. Reggie Lewis played with the Boston Celtics from eighty seven to ninety three. I just why do I not recognize that name? I don't know. It's weird. He was the twenty second overall pick in eighty seven after playing in Northeastern. Uh, wore number 35. He's an NBA All-Star in 92. His number is retired by the Boston Celtics and Northeastern. Interesting. Uh, he averaged 17.6 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, and 2.6 assists. All right, so obviously a pretty good player. I just don't – the name – am I alone? Do you recognize him? Uh, I, think, I, I think I know the name from my team, but I'm not super familiar. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Can can Rob Reggie? <laughs> Let's see, Allen. Yeah, can Rob Reggie? Can Rob Reggie? That's pretty good. I'm just looking at uh, some of the best players available um, as far as uh, potential. So it looks like this Joseph Tatum is probably one of the best. He's got an A minus for potential. Um, his ceiling and his floor are the same player. Matt Bullard. <laughs> Uh, which, speaking of Matt Bullard, he liked one of my tweets talking about uh, Jim Peterson and uh, Dave How about Bennett. this? Uh, Alan Oakley, his ceiling so is fun. former Timberwolf Anthony Brown, and his floor is basically just nobody. Bench. <laughs> Bench. Uh, very interesting. Uh, there is – so the best available player overall is actually someone different. This uh, Jesse Hilliard, a 20-year-old. What is – so he – and he, they don't know anything about him. And then this Diego Barbosa – is um, a draft and stash player. What are your thoughts? Do you well, want to? Barbosa's tr- twenty one, so I would say no on that. Well, but he's draft and stash, so he's going to be able to play somewhere else and get better. Whereas this guy's not going to play. That's true. He is a three point specialist, though. What's the other guy? The other guy is listed as a mid range finisher. Athleticism, inside scoring. Nah, Je- let's go with Jesse Hilliard. I'm down. All right, that could be decent. He's got good size, and he's from Duke. He's a Dukey. Oh God, never mind. Obvious, they say the Timberwolves led an obvious steal here by drafting a player in Jesse Hilliard that I had coming off the board 10 picks ago. Thanks, Sean Devaney. So there you go. Nothing wrong with that. 
By the way, our guy is an 81 overall at 19. No one else is even close. Uh, what, what about our second round guy? What do you think? What's your? My guess is he's like 68. Dang, he's a 70 overall. Love it. That's not bad. What was uh, our first guy was an 81. 81. I like it. So uh, let's see. We have our sharpshooter, um, got Marcel Stonet. We're gonna obviously accept him uh, and his contract. And uh, Jesse Hilliard. I think we gotta keep him. I think it's worth it. We'll see who we can actually keep in free agency. We'll go through the free agency prospect or process, and we'll come back at you. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing That Channel. We are the Howl. All right, so let's take a look at what our roster uh, kind of looks like now after the offseason. Now, we only have one true point guard, and that is D'Angelo Russell. Shooting guards, we have Malik Beasley, Timmy Rice, and Marcel Sonet. And then you have, let's see, Denny of Dia and Jalen Johnson as small forwards, but they're also both uh, considered, according to 2K, point guards as well. And then Jairus Walker, Chris Livingston, and let's see, Aide Lawal, Jesse Hilliard, and A.J. Manning are all, their, their main position is all small forward, but every single one of them plays a secondary position as well, so we're not really, you know, undermanned by any means. Power forward, we have Wancho, Hernan Gomez, or sorry, Hernan Gomez, and then Paolo Banchero, Nate Biddle, and Javon Cross. And then centers, we have Carl Towns and Nas Reed, both of which did make the All-Star game in the previous season. So we're going to jump right in and, and see what we can do. We've been very, very uh, fortunate so far. Uh, as far as far as I'm concerned, this is one of the best sims we've ever done in terms of roster makeup, success. I mean, once we got Denny of Dia, we have literally made the finals every single season. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that happen. And and considering who else is on the team, uh, it's pretty standardly the guys that you'd expect to have. It's you know it's D'Angelo Russell, it's Malik Beasley, it's Wancho, it's Nas Reed, it's Carl Towns. So it's a lot of the the main pieces along with Denny, are the guys that we're actually going to have. And until this season, we had Josh Akogi as well. Uh, we weren't able to hold on to him just because financially uh, that just didn't work out. We didn't have the cap space. And that's, that's understandable that eventually at a certain point, you're going to lose some of your young pieces because you can't afford to re-sign everybody. And that's what draft picks are for, obviously. That's how that works. So that's not a surprise there. Uh, so far, by the way, we have started off 7-2. and two. So now the other thing to keep in mind is the last two seasons – we have finished 70 and 12. So we'll kind of let that sink in. The big difference here, by the way, so we had Josh Akogi. We traded him for Donovan Mitchell in a first. And uh, we obviously you know, kept the first, but we did lose Donovan Mitchell because not only could we not afford to hold on to Josh Akogi, we couldn't afford to hold on to Donovan Mitchell either. So that's just one thing to keep in mind uh, as you think about that roster. We lost a major, like a major piece, but I would argue that we had some young pieces that are kind of stepping up and, and taking, kind of taking over that spot. Obviously, Malik Beasley's playing really well. So as far as the wing position is concerned, whether it's Denny, whether it's Jalen Johnson, whether it's Malik Beasley, uh, Wancho can probably play a little bit. I think you're, you have enough pieces available to you, especially with the players that have position flexibility, where I don't feel we're at any sort of a loss or that we're in any sort of trouble. Uh, surprisingly, so we're just uh, midway through December. We're 16-4, and four, and we have not been offered a single trade. Not that we're necessarily you know, looking for trades. Uh, I would say we probably aren't, considering we're sitting at 90, 96% chemistry. I mean, 17-5, and five, what are we going to change? Well, oh, and just as I say that, 
craziness ensues. We actually get offered Josh Akogi back. Uh, so Josh Akogi and Justice Winslow for Hilliard, our rookie, and then D'Angelo Russell. So we're not doing this because we'd be a little shorthanded at the point guard spot. But kind of crazy that uh, they were looking to uh, possibly trade Josh Akogi back. And I'm kind of interested if there's a way to get him back. Is there a trade we could figure out to get Josh Akogi back? to kind of solidify this roster using we'd have to use obviously some young pieces uh and kind of work that direction but I'd be I'd be interested in bringing him back at the right price um so we're going to decline this trade but I'm interested let's take a look at the trade finder and uh figure out what it would take or what what if there's any other offers that they would take for Josh Akogi going over the offers uh that are available so we talked about Jess, uh Jesse Hilliard and D'Angelo Russell it would be for Josh Akogi and Justice Winslow the other offer, this is probably the closest thing to a deal we would do, but we still wouldn't probably do it, would be Jalen Johnson for Josh Akogi and a first-round pick that's top three protected from the Spurs. That'd be the closest thing. Uh, but the big thing is, number one, Jalen Johnson's a 91 at just 22 years of age, and Josh Akogi's an 89 at 27. So he's pretty much capped out as far as what he's going to be able to offer, and so he's never going to be as good as Jalen Johnson. So that's why, and, and of course, that's why the first round pick is there, but it's just not, to me, it's not worth the change. Um, also, Carl Towns and Jesse Hilliard for Akogi and Saric. Obviously, we would never consider that. Uh, Paolo Ranchero and Jalen Johnson for Akogi and Lloyd Jones is a, a shooting guard prospect. Not a good, I mean, that's just not, both of the players we're giving up are better than both the guys that we'd be getting. Um, Akogi and Saric for Nate Biddle and Malik Beasley. Uh, that one is interesting, but. I'd rather have, like, this Nate Biddle is a 21-year-old and 82. He's a four-star prospect. And so we'd be giving up two four-star prospects for Josh Akogi and whatever you want to consider Dario Saric at this point. Uh, they list him as two-and-a-half star. So it's not worth it. Uh, it looks like that's just not, like, a deal to be had that's probably realistic. So we'll keep going. But maybe something else pops up closer to the trade deadline. Uh, it's tough to say at this point. The next trade we end up getting offered is Nas Reed for a the Clippers' top 10 protected pick as Jonas Valanciunas. So obviously, again, not a trade we're going to do. Uh, we're at the beginning, uh, sorry, at the end of January, we're sitting at 37 and, looks like 37 and 6. Um, we've gotten offered a few trades, but, uh, you know, aside from the ones we already mentioned, it's been nothing but pretty much junk, unfortunately. Uh, everything, you know, Jabari Parker's a name that they keep trying to offer us, the Trailblazers, that is. And obviously, we're not doing that. I'm interested to see who makes the all-star game from our team. We had three all-stars. So Denny made it, Nas Reed made it, and then Carl made it. But uh, the interesting thing, too, was that we had another. So Jalen Johnson actually made all-NBA second or third team last year. So you'd think, if you're an all-NBA player, how are you not making the all-star game? I mean, that's kind of crazy to me. Uh, but I guess, who knows? Stranger things. Uh, all-star captains have been announced. Uh, let's take a look. We'll see uh, who actually ends up making it here. I'm, I'm I'm very interested. All right, so let's take a look here as far as starters. So we do not have any starters. Uh, Carl Towns makes it as a reserve. He's on Team Luca. Uh, let's see who else ends up making the list. Uh, Denny makes it, and it looks like that's it. Uh, so we do not have three All-Stars this time. Interesting. So still cool, though. Obviously, uh, the main point of this is to take a look at the career of Denny of Dia. And uh, now he's made the All-Star game a couple times, which is really cool to see. So uh, nothing wrong with that. I think uh, all things considered, you have to feel like uh, it's been a giant success uh, to have picked up Denny and for him to be able to do everything he's done for us. Multiple All-Star games, all-NBA player. 
Obviously, we made the finals every single season, and he's a big part of that. So we are 42-10. and 10. Uh, It's going to be tough to keep that same record that we had last the last two seasons. 70-12 is tough because you're going to have to figure – so you're going to have to go 28-2 and two the rest of the way. Um, I'm not going to say – I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, anything's possible, especially in these sims. Uh, but it would be – to me, it, it seems like it would be unluck, unlikely – uh, by the way, we do have a, a few guys that are willing to accept uh, trade ex- or sorry contract extensions. So we did re-sign Nas Reed and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, Malik, Malik Beasley, who is still under contract one more season, he's undecided. Uh, Wancho, though, is willing to uh, re-sign. Man, he's making a lot of money. A lot of money. But uh, and does he have... He has another year left. So I think it's good to wait on him just because he's asking for... He's looking for an extension of three years at uh, for sixty million, so twenty million a year. Now, granted, he was making like thirty million before, uh, but that's still a lot of money for a guy that's thirty years old at this point in his career, and he's an eighty-six overall. We've got a young power forward that's that's jumping up the ranks, and so do we really want to hold on to a guy that's making that kind of money? It's a tough call, and we've got him for one more season, so we can afford to wait. Um, so we will uh, wait on that, and then we'll go. Here we go. We're jumping into the uh, second half of the season. So here we are. Uh, it's Valentine's Day in the simulation. Again, we're 43-10 and 10 at the moment. Only can afford to have two losses uh, the second half of the season if we're going to keep to, if we're going to have the same record as last season. I mean, obviously, maybe we do better, but that just it seems very unlikely at this stage that we finish, let's say, 72-10. and 10. Uh, but anything's possible. Uh, we did get our first loss uh, just now, and now we are going. So we have one left. So there's nothing. One more loss is all we can take. And, of course, it's the very next game. So we now have to f- win every single game the rest of the season, and we don't. We lose another game. So I'm curious. Um, you know, a three-game losing streak, we hadn't had anything close to that uh, on the season. Is there someone that's hurt? Um, let's take a look and just kind of get an idea of how the team is looking. Maybe there's someone that's out. Let's take a look at the injury report. Uh, is for We can go specifically to our team, and we are missing. Yep, so D'Angelo Russell actually has a sprained left finger. Uh, it's a two-week injury, and he's not playing. And keep in mind, he's our only true point guard. So that's one thing to keep in mind, that he's pretty important. Now, again, Denny of Dia and Jalen Johnson, their secondary position is point guard. Some people actually feel that... Uh, what will end up happening is that Denny's main position will be as a point guard in the league. I've seen some scouts talk about that. And so that's one thing to keep in mind, too, is that I think in this simulation, for the most part, you can be okay without D'Angelo Russell. It just throws off your depth a little bit at certain positions. So that's the tough part with having only one true point guard and having the rest of the guys be secondary guards. So that makes things a little tough. Uh, we have right of the ship, though. So after that three-game, uh, sorry, four-game, I think it was, four-game losing streak, we have now won a bunch of games in a row. Um, let's see how many exactly. So six, uh, nine. Uh, we're at if we win this game, so ten games in a row. We're sitting at fifty-five and thirteen. So you know we could finish at sixty-nine and thirteen, which is I mean no one's complaining if you if you hit first of all no one's complaining if you hit sixty wins, but if you get up upwards of just short of seventy, I, as a Wolves fan you'd be very pleased, and I think you still have a good shot. Um, at this point of, of keeping the finals streak alive. Uh, we did have one more loss. We actually lost by uh, 12 to the Magic, which is kind of interesting. But I think in these simulations, we've noticed the Magic have been pretty good. The other team that's had our number a couple times now is the Denver Nuggets have beaten us twice. So that, that's kind of an interesting 
uh, interesting trend there. We are on a bit of a we've lost a three out of five, make that four out of six. So we're struggling a little bit now, but we have hit sixty wins. Uh, but now we're on a bit of a losing streak again. Let's take a look at the injury report and just see if we're missing anybody else. Yeah, wow, a ton of injuries. An absolute ton of injuries. Uh, so we have uh, Javon Cross is out, Jalen Johnson is out, and Nate Biddle is out. So, wow. And actually, uh, Jalen Johnson is going to be out for the rest of the season and most of the playoffs. He actually has a broken leg. So that puts a lot of strain on this roster because the way it's built, there's just not a lot of room for certain positions to be out. And Jalen Johnson's one of those guys. Now you really, really need D'Angelo Russell to stay healthy, and you need Denny to stay healthy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. Uh, so we're at 62 and 18. Two games left. Uh, if we win this last one, there we go. We end on a four-game win streak, which is pretty good. 94% chemistry. 64 and 18 is the total. By the way, this is the first season where Giannis did not win MVP. He won eight years in a row. Zion is your MVP this year. Very cool to see him win that award. Rookie of the year is Roberto Gonzalez. Dennis Schroeder is your sixth man. Good for him. I mean, that's pretty pretty impressive. Defensive player of the year is Andre Drummond. And surprisingly enough, he is still with Cleveland in this simulation. So that's kind of interesting because I don't think he'll stay there. I don't think they'll be able to re-sign him uh, this offseason even. But here we go. They've, they've re-signed him for a number of years here. Uh, and most improved is Jazar Jackson. Coach of the year is Ryan Saunders yet again. Wins that award almost every single season. Very, very impressive. So let's see if anyone made the All-NBA first team. Or any of them. So not the first. Uh, Denny of Dia does make second team. And uh, unfortunately, that's it. No one else does make the list. Let's take a look at all defensive team. You know, surprisingly enough, oh, Denny makes all defensive team. So how about that? Denny of Dia, all defensive second team, all NBA second team. I mean, come on. That's as good as it gets, right? Um, all rookie. Our rookies wouldn't have played much, so it's not like we're going to make that list. Uh, so we are the number one overall seed. The Knicks are the number one seed in the East. So uh, that's kind of interesting there. And we'll take a look and see how this goes. We're, we, unfortunately, we're taking on the team that's kind of had our number, and that's the Denver Nuggets are the team we end up facing in that first round. They are the eighth seed. Uh, let's take a look at our injury report. So Jalen Johnson is still out, and actually it still says he's going to be out four to, four to six weeks. Um, and then we're also missing Timmy Rice, our rookie. So we are a little bit injury-ridden. Uh, Luckily, we have a deep team, so hopefully we're able to pull this one off. First game goes to the Denver Nuggets. Man, they forgot our number. 1-1, uh, we, we match it back up. They take game three. This is not good. We take game four. We take game five. Do we win it? Come on. We win it. All right, we win it in six games. That's not bad. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs, who were the four seed, actually do lose. So here we go in the second round and looking across the way. So the top four seeds all advanced in the east. And uh, except for the four seed, they all advanced in the West as well. So here we are taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, we take game one. We take game two. Game three is ours. Do we sweep? And we do. We sweep. But New Orleans down below, the three seed, they actually swept the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder as well. So that's interesting. Across the way, the one and the two in the East did make it. So uh, pretty much going the tail of the tape. Here we go. Western Conference Finals. We take game one, game two, game three. And we sweep. We have made the finals again. So every single season of Denny of Dia's career, we have actually managed to make the finals. I mean, that's absolutely crazy to me. Haven't missed it once. We've won it three times. 
I mean, oh, this is awesome. And here we go, uh, taking on the 76ers in the championship. Let's see how it goes. Game one goes to us. Game two goes to us. Three, and we sweep. 4-0. D'Angelo Russell, by the way, good thing we re-signed him to an extension. He is your finals MVP. All right, so I thought about stopping at that point, but I feel like you got to keep the streak going, right? You have to see what is this going to turn into? Just how good is Denny of Dia? I mean, obviously at this point, we know he's a superstar in this simulation. And again, it's a simulation. We get that. But it's kind of fun to at least do our best to play out what could be the career of a potential player for the Wolves. And that's what we're doing here in the uh, pack prospects. And so uh, jumping into the offseason, let's take a look. We'll start off with the league meetings. Just see if anything gets approved. Uh, teams are allowed to trade its first-round picks in consecutive years. Yeah, I'm going to keep that in. I kind of like that. So that means the step-in rule is gone. I'm, you know, I'm fine with that. If it was a big change, we probably wouldn't let it go through. Even a fun one like abolishing the salary cap. Uh, we want to try to keep this, you know, kind of uh, as plain as possible and just kind of uh, semi, at least, you know, kind of semi-realistic if that makes sense. Uh, so we're at the draft lottery, and I don't think we have any picks in this. Nope. So we've done a number of trades. Uh, we do have a pick that's just outside the lottery, though, which is nice. We have the 15th pick, so uh, that's not too shabby at all. So we're going to have the 15th pick, and then we'll have uh, the 30th pick as well. So we'll come back at you at draft time, take a look at who's available. And now, at this point, we're not using user-created uh, draft classes anymore. We are setting up, uh, it is 2K-created draft classes. So very top-heavy generally and not super deep. Uh, is the default setting, and we have not changed any of that. So one thing to keep in mind. So you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing In That Channel, and we are the Howl. About the pre-draft workouts, it looks like the best players available are going to be B-pluses, and some of them are a little older, actually, too. So it's not a great draft class, which is perfect for us, just given the fact that we don't have one of the top picks. And so it's not the end of the world uh, in terms of just keeping up with uh, our strategy of when we're going to maybe possibly lose guys. We're able to replace them with young talent. Uh, it's not the end of the world. We've got most of our core players still intact and, and signed. And so at this point, what we can do is we can probably trade the pick if we want to if we don't see anyone that we actually like in this draft class. So we'll take a look here, see who's actually available. Uh, one guy that kind of jumped off the page to me was a guy named Christopher Poole. So Christopher Poole is listed as a point guard, shooting guard. He is a B overall, which is pretty good, but he's also the youngest player uh, in this uh, draft in terms of the top-tier talent. Uh, he's cut fresh out of high school, and he is listed as the 14th overall player for the Draft Express Big Board. And he uh, 2K's Big Board actually has him 7th. So here we're sitting at the 15th pick. I think that makes a lot of sense. He's only 6'3", though, which is not great for a shooting guard. But if he's going to be able to play a little bit more of that uh, point guard position as well, that's not bad. Uh, looking at what he's good at, you know, he's not a great playmaker, uh, good inside, and he's a good uh, mid-range shooter, actually, which is which is nice to see. But you just don't love the the way that's set up. His physicals, they say, are good, and a B-plus for potential. Um, taking a look at some of the other players available, uh, you have an A-plus potential, a guy named Dana Riley, who is a power forward. And then you actually have an interesting pick in a guy named Vin Saunders. Uh, actually, Vin Saunders is apparently Ryan's child or something. I don't know, but he is listed as from Minnesota. A-plus potential. He is a B-plus playmaker. No questions asked. This is the guy we're taking. Uh, let's see what he's listed as. So he is um, big board rank. Big board rank is seventh. Uh, Draft Express doesn't like him as much. Uh, as far as his position, he is second. So uh, very interesting there, and it's a no-brainer for me. 
we are taking Vin Saunders. Age is 20. It's perfect, but he's from Minnesota. I mean, this is as good as it gets, right? This is meant to be. I mean, this is meant to be. This is very cool. So Vin Saunders is the man we are going to take with our 15th overall pick. Keep in mind, we do still have the 30th pick in this draft, and we might also have a second-round pick, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, Kind of interesting uh, there. So let's take a look here at... uh, Who else is available at the 30th pick? There is actually a B overall prospect, a uh, 19-year-old shooting guard. He is listed as just a shooting guard, which that's all right. Uh, Taking a look at some of his specifics, an A- minus for three-point shooting, so he's a good. They list him as a three-point specialist, a B for potential, which is pretty good. Uh, Let's take a look at who else is available in terms of potential guys. Uh, You have a couple guys that have pretty good potential, one of which is an 18-year-old. Um, and this is right around where they think he'd be taken, actually. And so we're going to grab him. His name is Leroy Forbes. Out of high school, 6'8", power forward. He's got a filthy mustache. Uh, why not? Let's see what we can do with him. Uh, we do. It looks like we have at least one more pick. This is a lot of rookies, though, if we go this route, if we do end up taking him. And actually, the young guy, the young guy, that 19-year-old shooting guard prospect is still available. We're just going to go ahead and grab him. We're going to be a little, uh, little heavy, and we actually have, uh, we actually have another draft pick, and this is the last pick in the draft. This would be Mister Irrelevant. I'm interested to see. Maybe we can just make a trade uh, with this pick, just because I don't think there's any reason to grab another rookie. Uh, they say no offers were found, but I think you can find uh, propose a trade that that would make it uh, possible to actually get something in return. If we take a look at. Uh, some of the teams that are actually pretty decent and maybe grab like a, a future second round pick. That's not the uh, the worst thing. And uh, yeah, so we'll trade uh, a future second round pick uh, is what we get back for our pick. And so we can uh, just deal with that. That's not bad. And uh, I think we, we do- I mean, honestly, I think we absolutely killed this draft. Vin Saunders, though, uh, he's not, I'll, I'll give you this. He's not good. In fact, our other two picks are better than him. Uh, he's a 68 overall, but I mean, it was just meant to be. I mean, you had to take him, right? Uh, to me, it's just uh, it's like the perfect match. And we will grab the other two players are actually decent. Uh, both of them are 18 years of age. It looks like 71 and 73 respectively. So kind of interesting there. And so now we go through. We have a crazy amount of players that have options available to us. So we have our rookie from last season, uh, Jesse Hilliard who is 21 years of age, a 72 overall. You know, we're going to keep him, but probably looking to, we might look to trade him only because I think the guy we just picked up is actually probably better than him. Um, but again, it's kind of tough because you don't have a ton of roster spots. So I think we're going to have to let him, we're going to have to decline his contract. You then have Aid DeWall, who's a, a wing prospect, a 79 overall, 22 years of age, uh, is an interesting prospect. But again, you run into the issue that you have other players around the same uh you know, same place that are going to be probably better options. I mean, we've got a, a big offseason ahead of us to if we want to keep that finals streak going. So we'll go through the rest of the offseason. We'll come back at you at the start of the season, and we'll see if we can get another finals appearance. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing in That Channel, and we are the Howl. Let's take a look at the roster uh, after the offseason, see what we're working with in terms of trying to take another uh, team to the NBA Finals. So point guards, we have D'Angelo Russell and, of course, Vin Saunders. You have Marcel Sonet. We have Timmy Rice. And, by the way, Malik Beasley. Now, this is crazy. He has a torn right ACL. It says he's done for the season. 
So I don't know when that occurred. We haven't even played a game yet. So I don't know if that's going to, if it just hasn't updated yet, just in terms of that injury happening. Uh, very, very uh, unfortunate there. And if he's going to be out for the uh, entire, like this season, uh, that's really troubling. Good news is we did just draft another shooting guard. We've already got a couple other young guys in uh, Timmy Rice and Marcel Sonet. So at least we have pieces in place uh, that can play that position. Then small forwards, Denny of Dia. Jalen Johnson, Chris Livingston, Jarris Walker, and the two-way player Jackson Reeves. We have Paolo Banchero, the power forward. Nate Biddle, he is our uh, power forward. And then Leroy Forbes, the rookie. And then centers, of course, Towns and Reed. And then two-way prospect Frederick Jenkins. So a very, very interesting lineup. A very, very solid squad, if you ask me. Let's take a look at uh, the start. We'll start the season off. Let's take a look and see how this team can do. We are sitting at, I've never seen this before, we are at literally 100% chemistry. I've never seen that before. Um, by the way, for any Kobe White fans, we just got offered Kobe White from the Bulls. Kobe White and Tim Hardaway Jr. for D'Angelo Russell and Lynn Forbes. Or Leroy Forbes? Uh, well, regardless, we're declining that trade. Um, obviously, we got to keep Russell and Towns intact. That's the uh, the core of the group. Obviously, at this stage, we're in 2026. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's a little older, but... At this point, who cares? We're going to stick with what's working. Uh, we start the season off at 3-1, and one, which is pretty good. This is probably going to be the last season we'll do of this week's, uh, of this week's uh, 2K All Day and this week's uh, Pack Prospect watch of Denny of Dia. But we will probably continue this for two reasons. One, uh, if we make the playoffs or if we make the finals again, we got to keep it going with Denny of Dia. But on top of that, I'm very intrigued about Saunders. I'm very intrigued about getting this Saunders uh, prospect and see what he turns into. Very cool that uh, 2K did that. I don't know that I've ever had that happen. Uh, every so often you do have 2K, they will create uh, like juniors or uh, like kids of, of actual players. I do see that happen quite often. Um, but definitely I've never seen something as crazy as this where it's like Ryan Saunders' kid or something because he ended up being you know, from Minnesota. I mean, uh, pretty crazy that they ended up throwing that out there. By the way, we just had a three-game losing streak, and I think that's a good time to take a look and see the injury report. Is Malik Beasley actually out for the season? And, and he is. He's out for this season. I think he, he must have heard it last season, maybe in the playoffs. And so he's out the entire year. That is a huge loss for us. And unfortunately, too, this is his last year. This, uh, this is his last. This is his contract season. And here's the problem for Malik. Uh, guess what, Malik? You chose to not re-sign with us. You uh, you made that distinction last season when we when we went to have talks. Uh, it looks like taking a look at him now. Uh, oh, guess what? He's willing to re-sign. But guess what, buddy? For $30 million a year, are we going to re-sign a guy that's coming off of an, a torn right ACL? We're not doing it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, and so we're going to keep it going. Uh, we are willing to re-sign, of course, Carl Towns to an extension. Unfortunately for us, uh, Carl Towns we, uh, would, would make too much money, and so we actually can't afford to re-sign him at the moment. Uh, but we'll see uh, what changes are made there. And he is still under contract, not only this season, but one more season additional. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, let's keep going here to the trade deadline. I'm interested to see if any other moves pop up or any other potential trades. Uh, so far, we have not seen that. It's been pretty much, uh, aside from the Kobe White trade, uh, nothing else has really popped up uh, so far on our radar. 
Um, taking a look at the record, we are 12-6. and six. We have dropped a little bit in terms of chemistry. We're not 100% anymore. We are 93%. I do think losing Malik Beasley, who is by far our best shooting guard, that does hurt us quite a bit. Very good ball handler. There's a lot of things to like about his game. And so I think that's part of the reason why we are struggling. We are 13-7. and seven. Uh, This is by far the worst uh, we've done in any of these uh, simulations. I'm going to take one, other, one more look at the injury report. I'm just very curious. Uh, and by the way, the reason that we're not seeing this pop up is because we have it set so that the, the computer actually makes the decisions based on injuries. And no, it is still Malik Beasley. So we are just feeling, uh, feeling the downside of Malik Beasley going out and not having amazing depth at that, at that shooting guard spot. You know, and, and, and think about the point guard spot, too. We've got guys that use it as secondary position. But overall, we don't have any true, a lot of true guards um, that are really high level. Uh, they're trying to get uh, D'Angelo Russell again from us. Uh, we are going to pass, though. Sorry, we're, as much as I like Kobe White, uh, I got to stick with what's working. Uh, we are 17-7 and seven currently as we are midway through December. So, so far, it's working out pretty well for us. Uh, right as I say that we get another loss. So we're sticking with the trend. This is by far uh, the worst season we've had so far on the books. Um, We'll take a break right here. Come back at you at the trade deadline. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the Howl. So at the trade deadline, uh, we are sitting here, and the team is 100% chemistry again, 38-14. and Very, very impressive. I mean, super, super, super good, especially given Carl Towns is out right now with a severe left ankle sprain, and he's still got one to two more weeks. He's out, and Jalen Johnson actually has a sprained right knee, so he has missed some time as well, though he's day-to-day now, which is good. And Malik Beasley, of course, is still out for the season. So very, very impressive uh, what we've been able to do here. Uh, Just double-checking the... uh, So Denny of Dia, earlier, I I think he was undecided, but he is now uh, willing to... uh, stay now unfortunately we don't have the cap space to do that so we'll have to be a little uh a little fancy maybe in the offseason but obviously we have to find a way to keep him and uh carl towns is willing to resign but again same problem we uh, don't have the money and then malik beasley is willing to resign but not only do we not have the money we're also not wanting to give a guy 30 million dollars or i guess 27 around is what he wants uh that's coming off an acl tear i mean we're just not doing that so here we go, the second half of the season. Again, we got to keep this streak alive. Can we make it once again uh, to the finals? Every single season under Denny of Dia, we have done that. And then, of course, uh, the new storyline is uh, Saunders, the point guard out of Minnesota, who we drafted. He's not playing right now because he wasn't a great prospect. He was only a 69 overall, but he has jumped to, he has jumped to a 71. So, I mean, that's not bad. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, a couple, lo- actually, uh, a, a loss to start the second half of the season, but uh, we're already back to our winning ways, sitting here uh, looking pretty good at 40 and 15. I mean, you can't you can't complain about that, right? I mean, that's, that's about as good as it gets. Um, although we are on a currently, uh, we've lost uh, three of six games, which is not ideal. But again, we're still on pace to be in the 60s. So it's not like we're sitting here worrying, and hopefully Towns comes back sooner than later. Again, one of the nice things about Nas Reed is he plays a similar style of basketball, and actually in this sim, he has gotten really good. He's in the 90s, because uh, we're in, reminder, 2027 is the year that we're in for the simulation currently. 
So uh, lots of things to keep in mind. The team is now 45-19 and 19, uh, because we are in a little bit of a losing streak. Let's take a look here and see if anyone else is hurt. I'm just curious if anyone else uh, kind of jumps off the page here. For the Wolves, uh, wow. Yeah, so Malik Beasley's still out, of course, but D'Angelo Russell is out for the rest of the season and maybe even all of the playoffs. Uh, included in that, actually, we're also missing our uh, starting power forward is out, I think. Or, sorry, it looks like it's our backup. But so now you're missing, I mean, D'Angelo Russell's basically out for the year. And with the lack of point guard depth, that's going to hurt us a bit. Let's take a look at the coaching game plan and see what they have us doing. So Denny of Dia ends up starting as the starting point guard. And do they give any minutes? Nope. So even with all the injuries, uh, Vin Saunders is still being held out. They just don't. I understand it. Ryan doesn't like his kid playing yet. He just doesn't think he's ready. I, I, I can appreciate that. Uh, so here we go. We'll just finish the last few weeks of the season. Again, we may be without D'Angelo Russell for all of the playoffs. I don't know that for sure, but uh, they say he's out six to eight weeks. There's about five weeks left in the season. Uh, you know, that's another three weeks past that. It could be interesting here. Uh, but we are winning. We're back to winning games again. Our chemistry is at 90, 100%. We are at 100% chemistry yet again, 50 and 19. Uh, you know, it's been pretty, pretty consistent. Five and one over the last six games. A very solid looking squad. And again, this is kind of, I always look at this as the, almost like the New England Patriots, uh, kind of the way they do things. They always find a way to replace old talent with good young pieces. They always know when to move on. And that's the key to when you're building an NBA franchise, if you ask me, is finding out. But you also have now the difference in the NBA and the NFL is NBA, it's super important to have good veterans. And that's why we held on to James Johnson as long as we did. Uh, I think he was pretty important. And eventually he ended up retiring, I believe, is how we lost him. So we are still at 100% chemistry, 57 and 21. So a good chance that we will finish with 60 wins yet again. Although it's going to be close, actually. We can only afford to lose one more game uh, if we're going to make it. Uh, we're at 59 and 21. We do win it, so we hit 60 wins. And we finish strong with a win over the Knicks. Keep in mind, the Knicks, the last two years, were the number one overall seed in the East. And we just beat them. Uh, 61 and 21. And basically going back to uh, previous years as Giannis is back again. MVP. Uh, very impressive. Only one season did he not win MVP in this sim, and that was the year that Zion won it. Rookie of the year is Mattia DeLuca. That's kind of a cool name. Uh, Terrence Clark is your sixth man of the year. Ben Simmons is your defensive player of the year. Shakir O'Neal is most improved. And dun -da -da -da, Ryan Saunders is again your coach of the year. Very cool there. Let's take a look. Uh, nobody on the All-NBA first team for us, uh, so that's unfortunate. By the way, Bull Bull is on the All-NBA first team with the Blazers. Crazy. He's only an 86 overall. I guess that just tells you the kind of impact he's having. Uh, let's see. All-NBA second team. Denny makes it yet again. All-NBA second team for Denny. And that's, every, that's, that's all he makes. Uh, and there's no one else makes it from that list. And Denny, unfortunately, does not make all-defensive, although... We do have a Josh Kogi setting on all defensive second team. And then, of course, the rookie list. Uh, we wouldn't have anyone on that list. Although, I will say our former, our former two-way player, A.J. Manning, uh, actually ended up making it for the Sixers. How about the Sixers here, by the way? They have uh, one player on the all-rookie first team, and then they have four players 
on the uh, all-rookie second team. So pretty impressive there. Obviously doing a pretty good job drafting. Uh, we are the number one overall seed taking on the Memphis Grizzlies, who are the eight seed. Let's take a look how we do. Game number one goes to Memphis. Uh, that's not a great way to start. Game two goes to us, though. Game three goes to us. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with 4-1. We're up 3-1, and boom goes the dynamite. 4-1, we do take it. We're taking on the four seed. Uh, the only upset was uh, San Antonio. No, sorry. Uh, Oklahoma City, the six seed, beat the three seed Dallas. And across the way, a couple upsets, actually, as the five beat the four. And the uh, six beat the three over there as well. So here we go. Round number two, taking on the four seed Pelicans. Uh, game one goes to us. Game two goes to us. Game three goes to the Pelicans. Four to us and four to one. We take it yet again. Uh, second year in the row, by the way, it looks like we are taking on the San Antonio Spurs in the Western Conference Finals. And across the way, it is the number one overall seed, or sorry, number one seed in the East. Uh, the Bucks taking on the number two seed in the Magic. So it is one, two versus one, two. 1-0 Wolves, 2-0 Wolves, 2-1 Spurs. Oh, no. Are we going to lose it? Oh, we make it. 4-2, and we have made the finals yet again. Still have not missed the finals a single time with Denny of Dia on this team. And here we go. We are simulating. Game 1 goes to the Magic. 2 to the Magic. 3 to the Magic. And, wow, we got almost swept. 4-1, to one, we lose the championship, unfortunately, with Shyam Odom is your finals MVP. Wow, who is this guy? He's he is listed as a two-way scoring machine. Uh four wow, we got I mean that was not not impressive. Um we did end up getting D'Angelo Russell back, which was big. Um but looking at uh I feel like there's got to be is there an injury? Yeah, it looks like Jalen Johnson actually, one of our most important players actually is out. Let's take a look and see what he's out with. Uh, Jalen Johnson broke his ankle. Wow. So we were missing one of our best players and then Malik Beasley as well. So uh, very impressive to make the finals when you lost one of your best players for the season, let alone two of them. So very cool. Um, I mean, not cool that they got injured, but uh, we did it again. We were able to make the finals. And that's where we're going to end this simulation. We're going to you know, come back to this next week, but that's going to do it for uh, this portion. You've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are The Howl.